What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Facade. I'm your host, Gavin J. Gallagher, and on this podcast, I explore the mental and emotional game often playing out subconsciously, both in your mind and the mind of everyone else in the real estate or property investment market. The key to success in this game is to master your mindset and behavior, to take control of your thoughts, your emotions, and most importantly, your ego. Welcome to the show. Guys, real quick before we begin, I want to quickly tell you about my new coaching program, Elite Property Foundations. It's officially launched as of the 1st of June, and it is now alive and kicking with members. If you are a novice property investor or you would like to be a property investor, this is the program for you. I guarantee it's going to take you from feeling nervous about what you're doing to being both highly knowledgeable and confident in your decisions. There's a load of features and benefits, so you should definitely check it out. I'm gonna leave a link in the show notes below. That's all, I hope to see you inside. Now let's get on with the show. What's up guys, welcome back to another episode. And uh, I'm gonna start with this one with an apology, and it's because I'm late today, as you know. I'm sure you've been waiting for the episode for the last uh, 24 hours or so, or even longer possibly, and so apologies episode number 169 and for the first episode in 169 episodes I am actually late by about two days and so my consistency has fallen off and I gotta gotta be honest with you guys that the pressure is on at the moment it has just everything happening all at once is very very difficult and stressful um, the house move is is underway and uh, I mean don't get me wrong I'm very grateful. I have a beautiful new home. Really, really pleased with it. But I am just juggling so much at the moment, uh, and my family are away. So my my wife and kids, we went. They went off to back to their um, in law to my in laws, their 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 mother and uh, father and all this kind of stuff. And they're in another country on the other side of Europe for the last month. And so I've been handling this move, this house move, entirely on my own. And having said that, I'm so busy with work and with all of that kind of stuff going on all simultaneously that whilst I miss them an awful lot, having been away for, it's going to be five weeks when I see them again. Um, even though I really miss them, I'm actually too busy to be lonely. <laughs> I'm, I'm so busy at the moment. It's just crazy. So I hope, you're, I hope you guys don't mind me being late by a day or two. Um, it's, it's not something that I intend to keep up. I intend to be pretty much on the button but I'm recording this on Wednesday and normally I would record these on a Sunday and so I'm a couple of days late so guys apologies um, I'll try to make up for it uh, with a good episode and we shall see you can tell me whether or not this is a good episode um, it is a crazy time at the moment and I'm actually going to take next week off and what I'm going to be doing next week is is going to be a bit of fun I'm getting the car ferry over to from to from Dublin to Hollyhead I'm going to drive across the UK to London, go and enjoy a couple of days in London with my family who are flying back and meeting me in London. And we're going to do a bit of a road tour, a road trip around the UK, seeing the, the different sites, uh, enjoying London. I lived in London for a year and a bit. Um, uh, what is it now? 10 years ago at this stage. And uh, really, really loved living in London. And uh, so... Looking forward to that. On the topic of the UK, by the way, uh, I think I probably mentioned it already, but just to say I was in Edinburgh just a week ago speaking um, 
to the company Edinburgh Construction. And uh, I was there at the invitation of their CEO, Charlie Fitzgibbon. And Charlie's actually an Irish guy and uh, running this company, uh, Edinburgh Construction. And he's a developer. They're doing housing projects and stuff like that. So really a nice shout out to Charlie. Really nice guy. And what's interesting, it has opened up other invitations to speaking events and stuff. So it's kind of exciting times. But at the same time, what's funny is here I am, you know, excited at the idea of doing more speaking gigs and things like that. But why do you think I'm under such pressure? It's because I'm always saying yes to these things and always, you know, adding more uh, commitments and responsibilities and all this kind of stuff. It's just I have to learn to say no at some stage. But right now I'm saying yes to kind of a lot of things. Now, on the topic of uh, <laughs> on the topic of what, uh, what I want to do is very quickly give a quick shout out to our listeners. I was looking at the the episode metrics there and I see that we're actually charting. Uh, we're in the podcasting charts in Slovenia. So I don't know whoever is in listening in Slovenia at the moment. Uh, thank you. And because you are actually popping up in the charts. Mauritius. I don't know, is, is there an Irish person living in Mauritius or is it somebody that is listening in Mauritius or were you on holiday in Mauritius? But we've chart, we're charting in Mauritius. We're charting in New Zealand. I, I imagine that's people traveling or whatever. Um, we're charting in the UAE. So that's probably Dubai. Maybe it's Abu Dhabi, whatever. It absolutely blows my mind how this podcast gets out around the world. And so guys, those of you anywhere in the world, whether it's Ireland or the UK or f- much further afield, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And that is one of the reasons why I keep putting this podcast out is just because it's got the reaches so far now that I really feel like I'd be letting you down if I didn't show up every week. But really interesting. And this was just a real mind blower as well. Uh, very close to home. I went out for a run the other day. And I ran up to the top of this mountain near to my new home, and it's called Carrick Gulligan. And it's, um, it's where the lead mines is. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful view. If you're following me on Instagram, you will have seen some of the videos and some of the photos I've put out on this incredible 360 degree views from the top of this hill. And the hill isn't that high up, but it just has the most incredible views. So I ran up there the other day, and then I was running back down and there's a route that I take through all these kind of back roads and uh, they're very narrow small country lanes you would call them with in, in some places there's grass growing in the middle of the road and stuff and as I was running down this road um, there was a car pulling out of a driveway and it was a white BMW and as I was just passing the gate this person was pulling out so I kind of ran in front and gave them a quick wave and kept going and then I could hear the car pulling up alongside me and I was thinking, uh-oh, am I in trouble here? Did I, you know, annoy this person or something like that? And the window goes down and it's, Gavin! And I'm like, what? So I turn and I look and I thought, I must know this person. And I'm staring and I didn't recognize this person at all. I was thinking, do I know you? Do I know you? And he goes, I'm a big listener on your podcast. And we had a good old laugh and we were chatting for a few moments before he had to go off to work. But Tom, thank you so much. You made my day. And uh, really, uh, it gave me such a buzz 
being recognized just out <laughs> on this like sort of narrow road one day. And so I was, uh, it's just, it's wild to kind of think that you can be spotted like that and just recognized. So I have been running quite a lot since I moved into this new house. And I really have to say, I absolutely love running. Um, it's something that I've done quite a lot of, as you guys probably know. But what really, you know, the, one of the reasons that I really enjoy running so much is the amount of time it gives me for thinking. And uh, I've been doing these long runs, very sort of quiet runs. They're, you know, on country lanes. There's no cars around, no people around. You see the odd cow and things like that. And um, I'm getting into really deep thought. And one of the things that popped up in my mind, and it's what I'm going to talk about today, is just how well do you know yourself? Um, I mean, how, do, how well do you really know yourself? Do you know what motivates you? And I don't mean superficially, you know, you want to make money and you want to do this and you want to, I mean, is there a kind of a really deep-seated core value or core psychological driver that motivates a lot of your behavior? And a lot of the time, I would imagine, because this has only just dawned on me now in my, you know, at 50 years of age, is I was running along and I suddenly realized what motivated me to uh, start this podcast, for example? What motivated me to want to be successful in property? What, motiv what motivates me to go running and to go up, in particular, to go up to the lead mines? And a lot of this stuff has started to dawn on me just now. And it's amazing how these, you know, these deep-seated thoughts and motivations and stuff can be there driving your behavior, but you don't ever recognize it at all. And you don't even realize that this is actually the reason why you're doing something. You might assign some other meaning to it, but it could be uh, that this deep-seated one that's been there your whole life is actually there. And so I think if, I think you want to really spend some time thinking about your life, um, the people and the influences on your life, and what is it that is driving you and, and, and really motivating your decisions. And I think if you want to become a good or let's say a better investor in general, or just a better person in, in terms of your thinking and being able to sift through decision-making without being pushed by cognitive bias and things like that. I've, as you know, I've, I speak about that quite a bit. But if you want to become a better investor, you really, really have to get to the bottom of understanding what is the deep-seated motivators in your life? What are the drivers? What are What is pushing you away from something and what is pulling you towards something? Because a lot of the time there is, and this is something that maybe, maybe you can, you know, do some sort of deep regressive hypnosis to get to the bottom of this. But I think if you actually sit down and think about this on a... Um, you know, going, going for a run for me is a great outlet for doing this kind of thing. And so I, I feel like if, um, if you were to go and go for a hike or something like that and just be on your own thinking about this kind of thing, you might find that you actually uncover quite a few answers that you didn't think. So one of the, one of the questions that I had recently was, what is driving my motivation to continue putting out this podcast? 
And I don't mean superficially, I like having an audience or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, at a core psychological level, is there a deep-seated motivation that's kind of created this desire for me to keep showing up, keep putting out the information? And, you know, definitely the running helps me tap into that kind of decision-making and that kind of motivation. But for me, when I think about this, it goes right back to my early 20s. And uh, my early 20s, my dad died at the age of 45. And like he was my hero. He, my dad, like I was extremely uh, fond of my dad. I had, you know, he was the, the hero kind of a father figure. I had such a great relationship with him. And um, I was only, I had just turned 21. In fact, he got sick on the day of my 21st birthday. And it was quite quite a traumatic experience because I had my 21st birthday. And then the next morning, uh, while I was nursing a hangover, I got a phone call from my mother and she was in hysterics saying that dad is really, really sick and he's in Africa and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of deep psychological stuff going on there. But actually what happened was after he died... Um, I got involved in, you know, trying to run the business because dad had been a business person. He had started various projects. He he had certain things that were under construction and suddenly he's dead. You know, we have to finish the construction. We have huge bank loans that have to be repaid. How are we going to repay them unless this project is finished, we sell it, and then hopefully we get enough money from the sale to be able to pay off the bank. And there was all of these things that it was really like I had absolutely no experience whatsoever in any of this. My dad never really shared any of that stuff with me. And probably if I'm honest, I never had really much interest in it when he was alive. But suddenly after he died, it's, you know, everything, you know, your success, the ability of you to kind of support the family and things like that is all hinging on your ability to kind of do this stuff. And so I had like the, the one person that I would turn to to ask, how do you do this, was gone. And the one person who had started these projects was gone. And so I had no mentors. I had no network. I had no events to go to like we have nowadays. And uh, so I had just absolutely nobody to call upon to ask any advice of. And I, I had plenty of friends who were students like me. Um, but I had nobody who was in uh, the construction or the property business. Now, within a couple of months of my dad dying, I got a job working for Scott Talon Walker Architects. And when I started working for them, I got to know the person who was my boss there at the time, Eugene McLernan, and uh, Brian Foley was another guy. And those guys, they're still alive today, and I get on really, really well with them. They're great guys, but they were they became my mentors. But they didn't have business experience. They had, you know, wisdom from being architects for, you know, 50 years and 60 years at the time. Um, and so where was I going to get the answers to all of this stuff? Where was I going to get the answers to how do you do these deals? How do you do property transactions, all that? And there was nobody to give me the answers. And so instead, what I did was I read books voraciously. I read magazines. I used to get all these business magazines. I used to read the, the Sunday papers, all of this stuff. Biographies, though, were the real outlet that I absolutely loved. I loved reading business icon 
biographies. So, you know, although at the time Steve Jobs was still a young man, but, you know, his big, the big tome that you can read on his life, that would have been something I would have loved if I had, when I was a younger person. One of the books that I really loved reading, I loved reading about Howard Hughes, the industrial uh, sort of playboy in America. Very, very interesting guy. The Aviator, the, the movie The Aviator is based on his life. Also, I enjoyed reading about John D. Rockefeller. There's a book called Titan, and it's a fantastic book. And I remember reading all these books and getting lots of wisdom from these guys. And this was my way of filling in the blanks and understanding, okay, so this is how you, you know, this is what that kind of a strategy looks like, and this is what you should do in a certain situation. And of course, it wasn't always the correct answer, but I certainly felt like it was pointing me in the right direction. And so one of the things I would really strongly urge you guys to do is, you know, do try to make sure that you have a mentor or a coach or somebody in your corner who is able to point you in the right direction, who's able to answer the questions that you are looking for answers to. And that person, or it might be that you join a network and just by going along to these events, you can ask questions of the group and you'll get a variety of answers and you can kind of pick and choose which one sounds like the best one for you. But being able to ask people, being able to kind of dip into the, you know, we'll say the, the wisdom of the room is so, so valuable. And, um, and one of the things that I'm actually delighted to be able to talk about is the fact that in September, I'm going to be launching a, a new mastermind. And the mastermind is not going to have an educational aspect to it. It is going to be for those people out there who are more interested in just being part of a network and meeting virtually once a week, being able to kind of talk for an hour or so about, you know, different projects, different questions, a bit of coaching for me, whatever. But there isn't a whole kind of educational program around it. And the idea is just to tap into that network and being able to kind of um, learn from people that, you know, your peers, people like you, people motivated by similar things to you around property and stuff. And that's going to be starting in September. Now, I am going to be coming out with a new program as well, but I think a lot of people are interested in just the networking side of it. And we also have, obviously, the meetups and things like that. So if you're interested, stay tuned, and I'll be talking about that. But getting back to this whole thing about, you know, the deep-seated motivation, there are two types of motivating drivers and these are the ones that are you know, deeply psychological. And, and one is a push motivation and one is a pull motivation. And they're very different. And, you know, I'm thinking now that one of the drivers between, behind me creating a podcast and, and putting out this regular information, I think it was my lack of information or access to information and people back when I was in my 20s that created this urgency or the sense of lack or loss of that time. And I'm trying to be, in a sense, I'm trying to create the missing link that, that I didn't have back then. And I'm trying to be that missing piece now for, for, for you guys, the audience. And, um, you know, that might sound like kind of far-fetched, but as I was running and I was kind of thinking to myself, I was saying, you know, that actually does sound like a big aspect of this because I mean I don't need this 
podcast for any financial gain. I don't need this for any other reason. I'm putting it out there because it 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 forces me to can you know to put my thoughts in order and to put out a regular bit of thought leadership, I guess you call it. And that helps me to kind of organize my own thoughts. But I also think that it's filling in that gap that perhaps was missing when I was in my 20s and I felt like I desperately needed an answer to this kind of thing. So that is a big motivation and that is a pulling motivation insofar as it is pulling me towards an outcome. And, you know, I want to be the source of the information for you guys today. And so that is the pulling motivation. Now, having said that, there's also the pushing motivation. And this is where I I started thinking about, you know, the influence of my dad. My dad was such an influence on my life, but he was also a pushing influence insofar as like the reason he died at 45, even though he was my hero, he died at 45 because poor choices in his life around his health. He was a heavy drinker and particularly when he was a young man, he used to drink way, way too much and he did damage to his liver and it caused kind of permanent damage to him, to his health. And when you watch somebody who is in his prime, in his 40s, uh, you know, mid 40s, that is your prime. And that is when you're earning the most, your earning potential is probably at its highest. You're able to do all of this great stuff and to watch him wither away to, I mean, when he died, he, he weighed 38 kilos. And it was, you know, cirrhosis of the liver is an atrocious way to die. And this, watching my hero die like that, uh, and it took a couple of months. It took from the day of my 21st birthday to the 23rd of November. So that's what, three months. Um, Yeah, basically all of September, all of October and all of November. So three months later, my dad died, having gone from being a normal human to being you know, a withered skeletal figure. And that has had such a major impact on me and on my life. And it is a massive pushing motivator for me. It pushes me away from poor choices around my health. And so look at me today, exercising like a madman. Uh, I do a lot of running. I watch what I eat. I'm fasting again at the moment. Everything I think has a psychological answer. Every, all of the decisions you're making in life, all of this kind of stuff, a lot of it is deep-seated psychological reasons. And so try to, you know, figure out what it is that is driving you because it's not always obvious. And sometimes you might think, oh, you know, I just want to do this because of, you know, some superficial reason. I think much, much deeper motivators are going on. And as a young person, if you're out there thinking about this yourself, I'm sure you are heavily motivated by peer pressure, by your, you know, your standing amongst your peers, your friends. Um, you want to, you know, you want to feel valued by your friends and stuff. And so you will do certain things in order to kind of, I suppose, meet their expectations or to kind of live up to their expectations. But as you get older, I think that becomes less of a driver and you start to default to your original programming. And in that, I think that's what I would call your intrinsic drivers. And that is 
what you might actually find, as I've found, is that your intrinsic drivers can be in conflict with those of your peers. So I have lots of friends who like to go out and they like to meet and have a load of drinks and they like to get like messy drunk um, and they have loads of fun doing it. And don't get me wrong, I don't hold anything against them, but I have zero interest in living, uh, in doing that. Why is it? Because it's because I think of the push motivation from seeing my dad die. And I think it's had that kind of impact on just my mindset. And my mindset is much more focused on health than it is on going out and having a good time. Now, that could be completely different to the way you feel, but you, you have different motivators and that's what I'm kind of getting at. And so be true to yourself. Try to understand the true motivations and try not to push too hard against the deep-seated ones that I think you will ultimately um, default back to them. And so there's no point pushing too hard. I've also discovered that both of my grandparents, my grandfathers, my mum's dad and my dad's dad, both massively, massively influential. And I'm only really discovering that now. But they were two very, very different people. My my father's dad was a very successful businessman, um, but he was also quite a heavy drinker and he died quite young. He died at 62. Whereas my mother's dad had been a guard, uh, had been a policeman, and he was much, much more simple life, enjoyed walking. And where did he walk to frequently and bring me as a very young child? to the lead mines, to the mountain that I am currently running every day. And when I go up there nowadays, all of this memories come flooding back. And it is of those times when I went with my grandfather, my mum's dad, up to the lead mines. And so that's a huge motivator. That's kind of driving me up to the mountain, to those walks, to the simplicity of just running on my own in my thoughts. And then at the same time, I have the motivation of what, you know, seeing my grandfather on my dad's side, who was enormously successful in business, and seeing that as a big motivator as well, wanting to be successful in business. And then you've got the motivations from watching your, your dad die at a young age, and there's both the pushing and the pulling motivations behind that. So look, guys, I <laughs> this has been a kind of a deep thinking a deep a kind of a journey for me. And so I hope you've found this one uh, useful, probably a little bit deeper and uh, off the topic than we normally do, but I hope you found it useful. If you did, please do drop an email or a message on WhatsApp or LinkedIn, I should say, and uh, or Instagram, wherever you follow me on social media. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. I'm going to take a holiday next week. I'll be in the UK. But I'm going to try and put out another one of these episodes so it'll automatically upload on Monday, hopefully, or Tuesday next week. And so, guys, speak to you in the next week or so. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Facade. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please connect with me via the Facebook group that is called Behind the Facade Community. Alternatively, you will find me on social media. My handle is Gavin J. Gallagher. You can stay up to date with all of my content and the various projects I'm working on over on my website, gavinjgallagher.com. And while you're there, please do add your name to the 
join my tribe thing over on the right hand side this will ensure you're kept up to date via my weekly newsletter all of these links are in the show notes below that's all for now i will see you guys in the next episode